Oh yeah, I can see it's recording the wrong small red button. Oh no, it says that. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to episode three of my podcast of Zaryab and Friends. And today you have Zaryab as usual. And I have my friend, Bob. Bob, do you want to... <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob. Bob the Builder. Lovely. And uh, what do you build exactly? Broken houses. <laughs> You broken You don't fix them. I mean, I need fixing myself, and then I can fix. Sounds like therapy. <laughs> therapy is needed. Oh yes, it topic, is very much. Yeah, the topic of discussion with Bob today, because you know Bob is a builder, is broken families, as you know Bob has already spoiled here. And uh, yeah. the next question would be, what is it like? Being in a broken family slash toxic family, what is that like? Every normal thing seems impossible to happen to you. Mm -hmm. So, from just being able to, like, oh, just going downstairs and just eating without having to ask other people, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because you'd be too scared, like, oh shit, is that going to end up in an argument against me? Is somebody going to shout at me because of that? So, it's, it's just small little things that you thought that is normal hmm. but when you see other people you're like oh shit no that's not going to happen that's what's going to happen right 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 so do you think the you have a responsibility to make sure everyone else is ate before you eat it's not that i have a responsibility mm -hmm. to ask everybody if they want to eat in case i eat and they were saving it for them because then it will end up in a massive argument in if that makes sense so what you're saying there's not enough food in the house. <laughs> there's enough food. I don't think people have the heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and what else comes with that then? So you need to ask everyone before you know you eat. What else comes yeah. with that in the house? Other than that, it's just a random outburst of emotions. So one minute you'd be fine, and the next minute you're just like, you know, what the hell am I doing with my life? Okay. Where am I going? How am I going to get rid of this family? Because for them, them. not like that. But yeah, oh <laughs> I'm going to get rid of. Them. Oh, my <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah. So I'm not saying this. <laughs> you're saying get rid, as in you want to you want to get away, innit? Yes, I want to get away from them. If that makes okay. sense, because they have lived their whole life like this. I, I don't want to end up being like in the mindset that, oh, I've lived my whole life yeah. like this. I don't want to change with somebody else. Whereas I know I want to be that generation who's like, nope, yeah. you can make changes even if you're older. It shouldn't be an excuse for your family to just think, oh, mm -hmm. no, we've lived our whole life like that. We can't change because when people want to change, they can change. Yeah. It's so, on them. What I want to ask is when you have tried talking to them and say, Look, this way of thinking is, you know, the old way, it's backwards. How do them conversations go? Okay, you know how they, they pick and choose when it comes to them conversations? Mm -hmm. um, they, they pick and choose Islam, they pick and choose culture. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of um, being able to just blame all the person. No, 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 you did this. So if I'm right about something, they'll change it and it'll, be, it'll end up being... No, um, it wasn't changed. 
forget this, you did this the other day. So, like, they change it and be like, no, it's your fault. Okay, not for this, but for this. So, that whole, you know, being able to just try and defeat them never goes right. It just goes, no, Islamic says that's not allowed. But when you right. to tell them what they're meant to do, no, culturally, that shouldn't be happening, if that makes sense. Yeah, see, I w- uh, well, in the last episode, we talked a bit about culture as well. So uh, think... The last episode was the best yeah, one. I, I can't love it. Ambia, the wannabe lawyer, great uh, Instagram stories. I love it. I'm like a huge fan of it now. Like, I, yeah. I listen to that podcast every day. That's a bit uh, weird. Anyway, um, oh. so we've, well, I can't, we slightly touched on culture last time as well, but is do you think Islam is absolute? What do you mean by absolute? Elaborate that question. So, like you're saying, they pick and choose, right? So, do you think it should be absolute, where culture shouldn't really impact your decision, and only yes. Islamically it should? Yes, because when culture comes in. Is mixed up. When culture is mixed up with Islam, it becomes toxic and people tend to run away from it. You know it yourself. The thoughts at times I get like, oh, this is wrong, but I can't really voice my opinion about it. But then you remember, oh shit, it's because it's culture involved. It's, it could have been. Culture is something that you make yourself up. There was no such thing as, oh, like, olden days, this used to happen. No, no, you. Each every day you build up a new scenario. Not culturally, this should be the thing. Culturally, this should be the thing. If that makes sense. Okay, interesting. Okay, so do you not think um, culture is what you know differentiates everyone? Culture is what makes people go mad. Culture is something that is so toxic. Mm-hmm. I know people, lots of people contradict my thing, but culture is very toxic. But then again. Again, it comes with the people that you live with, how they take culture, what way they take it in. Yeah. I recently I was told that the, um when culture is mixed in your life, yeah. you can't run away from it. And my brain was like, it's not about running away, it's about having balance in your life where you're just like, Okay, I wanna do this, okay, I'll consider this as well, I'll consider that as well. I don't think that's that's the thing, if that makes sense. Like when you're in a toxic family, you can't just consider, or oh, I'll consider this in a toxic family, like, you have to do this when I say you have to. And people might not find certain things toxic because they've had a normal family, or they'd just be like, oh, I'll just do this, just ignore them. You can't just do this or just ignore them up until you... Because you live with them, how, how much longer can you ignore, if that makes sense? Yeah. I get, I so... Get. Yeah. So, as w- I mean, I think people should be able to tell by now, it can probably have an impact on your mental health. So, oh. how how do you think, like, just being in you know that sort of environment has impacted your mental health? I feel like my mental health doesn't exist anymore. Like, I was such an energetic child, like always running about, everything, getting stuff for people. I've been happy to help up, up until like four years ago yeah. when everything just started falling apart from like, you know, just being able to, with family and friends. When you really, when you come toxic family, you tend to forgive your friends for the toxicness. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because you think, oh no, that's normal. So it's like, 
place. You can tell me staying in one place, but you don't know that the friendships are making you go insane as well. Yeah. I used to think like, oh, friends are the only way out, friends are the only way out, but unfortunately, I don't think friends understand as well. Obviously, you can't blame them for not being able to understand, but yeah. it just, you're just like, because you're so used to the toxicness when, and when your friends are like, okay, I'm just going to say, the toxic attracts toxic, I'm in a toxic environment. Right. And that's what I'd be attracted to, like, you know, like friendship wise. Okay, okay, okay. If that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I mean, I've, so, I've heard the um, that sort of analogy before in it, so... Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Because, because you think that's normal. Yeah, so if there is a situation, like, let's say, uh, with your friends or your family, like an argument or uh, something small, do you usually blame yourself for that? Yeah, absolutely. I always feel like I could have avoided it by just being quiet. But then how long do you have to stay quiet for? So there's always, I contradict my own thoughts. Where I'm like, okay, no, I'm, ju- I'm just going to stay quiet. But then again, what's the need of me staying quiet when it's going to happen regardless when I'm quiet or not quiet? So why keep the emotions in my head when I can talk about it? But when you do talk about it, you feel judged. Hmm. So it's, it's a weird thing, but it's easier to blame yourself than others. When you know, my friend told me today, I was speaking to her about some situation and she was like, it's easier to blame others than blaming yourself or looking at your own mistake. I was like, I've come from the background where I can analyze where I've gone wrong and I'd appreciate and I'd be like, yes, I know where I've gone wrong. And I'm like, right, okay, I'm sorry about it. But it takes me a while. Yeah. make it make sense how I went wrong because during that time that felt right if that makes sense so if I'm in a situation I mean in that in that sort of sense sometimes you are right that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong if you yeah. understand it but when situations do change everybody tends to look at that decision in a wrong way yeah I mean the, it, it's usually the initial impact that people look at in it yeah but it, again, you don't know what the other person's going through up until you're in their shoes. Hmm. Like, let's be honest, I wouldn't know what you'd feel about certain situations. Similarly, you wouldn't know what I feel about certain situations. Yeah. It's always, you know how people are just like so quick, it's like, oh my god, well, she did that, she said this, she did that. Take a break. Fair enough with something that's been said, but take a break and just think, like, oh shit, what was going through her mind? I'll ask her what was happening. Like, she, like I always do that. Every time I hear shit about myself, first I'm just like, you know, just give them the benefit of doubt. Because my mum was like that, so mm-hmm. like, give them the benefit of doubt. Give them the benefit of doubt. Giving it, giving it, giving it. And but then when people don't do that to me, I'm just like, what the hell? So I started therapy two and a half years ago, maybe three now. So I, I started to voice my thoughts more so with my friends I started to become more vocal but if I, I felt like they're doing something wrong I'd be like no guys that's wrong or if I felt like nope I need to voice my opinion or if I wanted to like you know some point certain situations just be like no this is wrong or just show my anger if they've done something wrong or like what if I thought was wrong or I thought was toxic I was called rude hmm. so it's not rude I'd say like <laughs> 
it was because everybody was so used to me just saying, hmm, yeah, even at home and outside, like, saying hanji, hanji and everything. So, it just went a bit, like, ballistic, like, what the hell? How is she not just saying yes to everything? Yeah, do you do you reckon uh, it's because talking is hard, especially in, you know, because of your household, that's led to, you know, vocalizing things in your friendship group to be hard as well. So you can't really... Yes. Or you don't know what to say. I don't know how... You know, people ask, oh, what's going in your mind or what's happening? I'm always like, I don't know. That's the easy way out. Explaining stuff is harder. And then feeling that emotion and questioning yourself, oh, why the hell am I feeling this way? That's the hardest point. Because you don't know what small thing can trigger you or what big thing can trigger you. It's always about knowing your own emotions. But I don't think people tend to realize like how hard it is to know knowing your own emotions. It's it's just uh, I can't Yeah, like how how do you go about trying to you know, understand or uh what's the word I'm looking for? Try to embrace Ooh. your feeling. How how do you go about doing that? Oh, not gonna lie. I have several mental breakdowns where I'm just like, right, that's it, I've had enough. If I do, if I do like do something to myself, maybe people would feel the guilt that they did that to me. Oh, okay. If that makes sense, I don't know how to explain. But it's an interesting way of thinking about it. Yeah, like when it comes to the house, household situation, I'm like, you know what? They're not gonna understand that they're wrong up until I do this. But then I'm just like, why am I going to do this? I, I have, I know I can make my life better. I just need to get through these few hard years and that I will be fine. I, I will be able to, you know, like, feel free. Feel happy because currently, even if I'm, like, doing something that's making me happy in my room, just, say, painting the walls or just, like, folding my clothes, small, small things, and I'm upstairs for longer, like, staying in my room for longer, yeah. I'd be scared to go down. What if I go down and I get shot for that? Hmm. <laughs> like, you know, small, small things. How you're able to stay in your studio and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, obviously, mum would say, like, sorry, I've shut them, but... Why would she say that? <laughs> you feel about her, she wouldn't she say that? We're in lockdown, what do you mean? Hey, I still get... I still, like, even in lockdown, if I stay in my room, after every five ten minutes, I just be getting shot for that. No, see, see I mean, another example. Okay, well, I don't think that's sexism. That is, uh, they have seen me build this, and they're like, "Okay, you know what? That's basically his room now." Oh yeah, right, fair enough. If, if you put so much effort. In. Yeah, if they need me, they just call me. I get a call from my mom, and she's like, "Okay, Zuri, I'll come inside for a bit. Um, can you do this?" And like, I had to make the Nadra. You know the Nadra ID card. Yeah. Yeah, I had to help him. The Pakistani ones, thank you. Yeah, I had to help him do the application for that yesterday. It took so. Oh no, are you having done for yourself? Are you giving up with <sighs> girls? Nothing. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 I got to do with the Nadra ID card. I thought you were making it for yourself, my God, Pakistani. Oh well done. Uh, the, well, I need to make one for myself and my brother as well, actually. And they're, <sighs> they're trying to take us Pakistan at the end of the, this year, but. I don't know if that's going to happen in it. We'll see. I doubt it. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's like normal to now where you get a call and be like, come back, let's do this. I'm like, come, uh, can you help me? I wouldn't get them calls. I would get shouted at. 
you're not doing this. You're meant to be doing this. Like, am I making sense? Yeah. I mean, is that like a? Do you, do you reckon that's a um, an expectation sort of thing that comes from your family? I think it's a sexist thing, like, girls are meant to do this, girls are meant to do that. From you. Yeah, they're like, hey, you have to do this. It's not like, oh, would you mind doing this? Hmm. I'm making sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very common in Asian households, isn't it? That is true. It's just a blast thing, though. Like, I, I believe, like, I... I was speaking to my therapist. I was like, I want to change so much for my kids that I want them to feel so comfortable at home. And be, I'm not going to say, oh, I want them to be my friends. No. I want them to feel comfortable enough with their parents where they know and they can speak to them. Okay? Because one parent could be friends or other. It doesn't have to. But it's just, well, they do have to. But it's just, you have to be nice to your kids. You can't be good. I was reading. You know how when people are trying to make their kids go to sleep. Right. And like, especially in Asian households, they're like, so, so, and like, they start shouting. Like, I was reading, that has such a negative impact on kids. Like, imagine going to sleep by the fair, not because you want to. <laughs> It was, it was either that or that uh, uh, Jin Baba's come in or uh, police. Uh, the police. The police come in on you. That's the build-up of the... Um, that's the beginning of basically all the... Um, all the phase. So, like, control and stuff. I feel like Asian men tend to want... Okay, Asian men, not Asian men. No, it's, men I didn't even say it. I, I, I do like, believe in that. <laughs> Asian men, especially men in my house, would want control over everything. This something one of my family members says. Hmm. A woman cannot run a household. Whereas he does not know that his own mother was the person who was running that household. Like, am I making sense? No, but I, the mother does run the household. I, I can't imagine my house without my mum. I, I genuinely can't. Like my dad, yeah, but... I love my dad. But if my mum's not there, it just feels empty. I mean, yeah, I understand the house does not feel like the house if the mom's not there. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Do you, so, like, when you're at home, um, do you feel yeah. maybe a bit fearful? I feel, okay, so my, it's so toxic that I feel scared at looking at my family members' names on my phone. Mm-hmm. It gives me, like, I get so scared, I'm like, shit. Like, the other day, I was getting a call from one of my family members, and I was like, I'd rather just be in a mental hospital than this house. Mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking, I tried explaining to that family member, I find that, like, a few months ago, I was on the verge of killing myself. And, um, um and I, what I heard back was, oh, yeah, it's because you keep hiding stuff from us. And I'm like, eh. What's that got to do with that? Like, this is why I'm just like, this is why I don't like to voice my emotions. Or, you know, when you talk about therapy at home, like, I need therapy. You know, mm-hmm. the you why do you need it? Why? What happened? Are you fago? Are you, are you best? Are you like, like it's, it's like stupid, stupid shit. Can I start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's okay, that's fine. Down. Oh, that's my F. Stop. <laughs> Uh, this is your being free to see. When I'm at home, you know, my, <laughs> when I'm at home, right, I used to like love cleaning my room. Now I've just yeah. given up every day. I'm just like, oh, I, like, I want to 
do so much for myself. But then I'm just like, is there any point? Am I going to live past this year? Am I going to meet past this year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, I hope not. <laughs> but, if you yeah. want to think that, sure, go for it. Yeah, it's, it's my own fault. I think sometimes I battle, I battle the most of my own fault. I jeopardize, I, what's it called? I overtake, I hijack my own happiness by my thoughts. But because I'm so used to having them thoughts, I'm so used to seeing, you know, like, family members, I, I should grow up. Well, I don't know what happened to you or not, but I, the way I've grown up, I realized because I started everything out, I realized this, that there's so many older people in my house that need therapy, but them, being, them having them issues is not on me. I cannot help them even if I want to because they deny the fact that they need help. Yeah, I mean, that goes just for anyone, even friends, like, you can't help them unless they want the help. It's, you know what, I can't help it. But there's one thing I, I don't think I can ever handle. Like, I know someone's going through shit. Like, I want to help. Let me, you know what I mean? Let me in. Let me in. It's me. I'm just like, I need to help. I'm like, because I feel like helping others mm. is a form of therapy for me. It's just like, I can't see. I can't see somebody else going through what I go through, and when they don't let me help them, I get very angry. She's like, no, this is not fair. This is like, I, I just feel like this is not fair. That's all I want to do. Am I making sense? I, mean, I do that with my niece as well. I'm just like, when she's, you know, when she falls, yeah, when she falls and stuff, and she wouldn't want my help, she would want her mom's help. But I know even like, why, why don't you want my help? I'm going to help you. I don't care. I say it's pretty normal to want her mom, uh, you know, in, in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like, that's true. I get it. I mean, uh, but I don't care. I want to help her. So I want to help her. It's fine if you want to help her, but why? Why do you get angry? Well, you know what I've realized recently? Hmm. Anger is the way to hide out of your emotions. I'd be feeling so much inside, but the only emotion that would come out is anger. It's like why? So I was re- I was listening to this thing the other day. So when you were as a child, people used to avoid what you say, whether it's right or wrong. You know how kids are. Even if it's a dumb thing, you should give them attention. And as a child, if you've not had that, and somebody when you made you, if, not, if, if they're not listening to you, you get angry, you get agitated. So I was thinking that, and I was like, that's me. And then you know the thing that you sent me, that, what was that phobia thing, that you're, you're too scared to be happy, oh, too okay. scared to yeah. be I don't know the name for it, but yeah. Yeah, so it was some hard ass name. I'm just like, what the hell? This can't be. Because every time I start to feel, every time I'm like happy, something goes in my head like, oh shit, like what could go wrong now? Like, whatever. Like, if, it's, if anything's going to go wrong, go wrong now. I can't be like getting more attached to some certain situations and things just falling apart. Yeah. Because my brain's like, I'm one mental breakdown away from shaving my head. I mean, I wanted to do that. Have we all done that? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, knowing me, I'm in the game. But, see, the thing is, mm. I am such a... Okay, so, certain situations, because I've had so much therapy, I feel like I can be... I, I'm literally a therapist now. I feel like I'm literally a therapist. Okay. But I'm really not. It's just I understand emotions well, because I go through them. You know how people say, I don't know what's wrong with me? 
Mm. I say I don't know to hide what's within my brain because I block certain situations out of my head. And then when I want to block them, I'm just like, I don't know, and I'd rather not think about that. So mm. it's easy to say I don't know at times. So you know when certain situations people are behaving in a way, like, oh, I behave like that. I know why she's behaving like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, empathy. Is that the word? Yeah, recently I've realised I've lost empathy for so many people. I just can't. I just, I'm just like, shit, man. Okay, I understand the scenario, but I don't care at the same time. Is that bad? No, I I think that's pretty (coughs) Especially, you know, considering... um, when when years go by, months, days, people change, relationships change. So yeah, I think it's it's not it's not a bad thing to lose empathy for someone or something. Yeah, most likely I think family members as well. I I used to like feel bad for so, so many certain family members, like oh no, we are just each other, but like oh no, yeah, she's been through so much. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, you've been through that much. Why are you putting me through all of that? Mm-hmm. You know how parents say that we do this for you, we left this for you. I'm just like, yeah, is that my time to sacrifice my happiness for you? Like, I do anything for you, but why should I have to repay? You signed up for this when you were having kids. Do you know it's going to come with a lot of responsibilities? You can, nobody can have ideal kids. Nobody can have, like, the perfect kids. You know, yeah. always going... Perfect. Just find a girl and then we'll see you two gonna have to. Okay. Uh, Oops. So the now. Soon soon. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you uh, uh, yeah. am I? She's gonna say have a graduated from nursery. Hmm. Well I went kindergarten as a kid, not nursery, so that's oh, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. yeah, I mean as parents, I don't think it should ever cross your mind to say I did this for you. Like, I don't think I would expect anything from my kids, if that makes sense. Or even siblings. It annoys me to a point where I'm just like, mm. if my brother was to give me, like, just money, 10 quid, yeah. I'd just be like, oh, shit, man, why, 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 that I owe you this much. You, you, you shouldn't be feeling like that from your siblings, if that makes sense. Yeah. Your siblings are the people, I don't know about, you know, toxic assholes. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be a pressure. Associated with it, you it? can never repay something for somebody for what they've done for you. You can always be like, be like, why? I'll always be available if you need me or anything. I don't know how to repay people for what they've done for me. Well, if it's but, money, I recommend paying the money back. Okay, obviously, yeah, the money. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Very funny. Oh. I, I talk about you know, like a certain situation where you're just like shit, like oh. See, my own, in my family, so many things, so many situations, like, we did that for you. We did that for you. I think that's an other toxicness. That's just, like, a very messed up toxicness. I would say it's uh, self-entitlement, perhaps, is the right word. It's like, no, it's, it's, no, it's the whole power thing of it. I did this for you, so you owe me this, you owe me your life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, They feel entitled to, you know, your loyalty, I guess. But it's weird though, it's very weird. Hmm. How can you see? I'm not saying that, oh, I don't see, I, I've done this way, I've done that for you. Yeah. Maybe some less somehow because I'm so used to this 
toxicness. I might have said stuff shit like that, you know, like, oh, I did this to you. Like, but I, I have, like, I'm trying to work on myself, but I'm just like, I don't want to say to people, I've done this to you, I've done that for you. Am I making yeah. sense? Yeah. I don't want to say to them, like, oh shit, like, yes, like, <laughs> I want to say to them, right, that's fine. If you, I don't, okay, I don't want to be mature enough when people leave my life. Yeah. I want to be like, right, okay, that's fine. They've served their purpose in my life. Whether I've learned from them, whether I've made mistakes with them, or like anything, do I make sense? Yeah. You want to just feel at peace because you really, yeah. it's, it's fine. It happens. <laughs> and I think I'm getting there. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was deep in it the other day. Yeah. But I, this, you know, I always say to you, I don't like the disassociation that I feel. Right. I was thinking the other day that this association is because I'm too scared to like hold on to a good scenario in my head because it feels like it's all going to go away. I don't even know what the word disassociation means to be honest. It's it's just a way of feeling that I don't think anybody can ever describe. Um well, you know what, let's pull up the uh, Google definition, let's have a read. Let's read it. Let's have a read and then we we decide <laughs> If, if that is how you are feeling. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, so this is all... This, I can't even talk. <laughs> Let me try again. Okay, one, two, three. Dissociation is a mental process of disconnecting from one's thoughts, feelings, memories, or sense of identity. Oh, yeah. I feel like I have no identity. Oh, wow. Well, James Bond. I am. Ma, ha, ha, me. I'm going to be the flipping show corner. Well, I don't even know how, why you like Sharon. I don't even know who's this person. Handsome man. It's yeah, he's just weird. I don't know. Amazing. He's the best Bollywood actor ever. Not really. I think when we're singers, he's. No, I don't like him. He's he's so boring. I mean, he did try to pick up a Khan. She's fucking bang. So. Oops, forgot. Oh. I'll have you, Natalia Riaz. I am described as bagging the Pengis girls. And that's it, that is all I'm known for. <laughs> now, a girl actually said that she described my uh, high school life as that in college, and I was like, you know what, that's a pretty good uh, uh, summary. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, anyways, we're not talking about my high school. Or, or do you want to talk about my high school? I want to know how you feel about your high school experience. My high school experience, it was okay. I enjoyed it. A bit. Really? I had that, I... that patch in year 10 when my friends left me. But, that's about it. I mean, I feel like... Okay, you know, every time I speak to you about certain situations, I'm like, wow, man. This guy is like... Looking uh, with the calls. Okay. I don't know. Handsome. Yeah. Okay, Kat. I, I take the handsome back. I say he's okay. carefree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Well, um, he's carefree, but it, at the same time, I'm just like, I wish I could be. I feel like, okay, honestly, when people say uh, men and women, um, women and women, oh, I can't speak. Men and women are same. They're not. I feel like there's so many things men get away with. Whether it's cultural wise, it's okay. I want to sound like society. Men just don't know their own 
looking right in there to stop because they, they just put again put flipping yeah, closer in it. it. Even Islamically, they get away with it. They don't. They just mix culture with it. Yeah, you don't like. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Again, they're picking shoes. Every, I feel like everybody's picking picks and shoes. I feel like I've been picking and choosing somewhere as well. I mean, that's the thing with religion, and if if you, I don't think there's people who, I mean, there must be, but I've not met met many people like straight bang on, you know, on it. I have my friend in uni. Hmm. I'd say she's the best. Okay, two friends in uni. Right. They, I aspire, I aspire to be them. At times. Fair enough. Like, but then I'm just like, everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's finding themselves. And um, that's the thing, and everyone has their experiences, everyone has their, you know, way of life. I feel like at times, life is just so... Okay, life is fair enough, you're meant to live in there. Mm-hmm. You, okay, another toxic household thought. Right. When life is going to be like this, what's the point? Of having this life. Okay, but what so, do you mean if life is like this, what does that mean? There's times where I'm just like, what? there's no way out. I remember I was 10 years old when I started having these thoughts. What's the point of being alive? I remember saying to my mum, hmm. like, as a kid, imagine a 10 year old saying to you, why am I even alive? What's the purpose? Like, why, why am I in this world if I feel this way? And hmm. I, I tried, you know, as a kid, I've always been told, oh, both both you shouldn't grow. I choose to choose other both things, you know, I'm making sense, right? Good girls are not meant to speak alone, they're not meant to be loud, they're not meant to be there. Yeah. So I've always been told, as a child, I, I used to, you know, okay, from a family, from cousins to friends, mm-hmm. I've always had that, I felt like I can't voice no opinion. Yeah. I, I have to be nice for them to like me. Yeah. I have to be I have to be like it's okay. It was so easy for me to trust people. So you know I think you, you speak to them about how so, okay, when people don't understand when you're going through an episode of where you're just so depressed or where your anxiety is overtaking you and you when that happens to me, my hands just go mad. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't move my hands. I'm just trying to like I'm tapping my hands on my head. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening to me? Right. I start shaking. Do you know when you're really cold and your teeth just make that noise because they're pushing each other? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And I'm just like, I make that, and I, I just feel very cold, and I feel very cold, and I feel like I don't belong in this world. Hmm. That kind of thing. So, but people don't understand. At that point, you can't just hold your thoughts. You get a lot of thoughts that you can't control. Okay. Yeah. So, at times it helps speaking to a friend about it, but, you know, we move. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, intrusive thoughts, I think, is the word. What is your, you know, your routine? Like, how do you get out of it? I cry for good four or five hours. So, okay. Let's start, let's start. Yeah, I mean, I cry for four or five hours. I have notes. So, you know, in iPhone, you have that. Yeah. I start typing there. But... When you're having them thoughts, you get so tired hmm. that you're just like, what the hell, man, what the hell, I can't do this. Then obviously I'm just like, shit, I need to speak to someone else. I just feel like, I've realized my anger has gone really bad in the past six months. Hmm. I've just gone very angry towards everybody. 
And I don't like it because I was not like that. But rather than people understanding it or like or like something's happened that you get angry, yeah. people tend to attack you. But they tend to, but they do the same thing. Am I making sense? I mean, to be fair, if someone is angry at me and I I don't know why, I I'll be like, yo, piss off, bro. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Being angry without any reason is a you know, the thought you're gonna have at first, you're gonna be like, yo, piss off, why are you angry for no reason? Okay, well, I'm not like that person, but you're angry at me, I'm like, please tell me what's happened. Let's I okay, I used to be like, please tell me what's happened, let's talk it out. Yeah. Recently I've just given up with everybody, I'm just like, well, I'm too angry with what you're gonna do. Please, alright, I could go, just leave. Am I making sense? I'm just like if if yeah, if it's if it's an anger like that where I don't know why you're angry. It's just like, just go away. If you're not going to talk to me about it, just just go away. Why are you directly oh, towards me? See, this is... Okay, I don't know. I'd expect... I don't know what I have to explain, but in situations where you, you know the anger just builds up, you're just like, oh, you've been doing this for so long, I can't keep my mouth shut up. So yeah. tell me. Am I making sense? Yeah, that's... I mean, but, even then, you said it's a build-up, innit? So that's what it is. You're not talking, innit? People don't understand that it's hard to talk. It's so hard to talk. It took me how many years to realize that I need a therapy? The pin fifth, you know, like eight, 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 seven years? Seven years? To realize that I need a therapy. Yeah, seven years. I realized this therapy was not an option in the start up until I started fighting with my family that I need therapy. Yeah. And I just went in. I didn't even know what anxiety was. One day I just said it's my cousin. So I, I just feel like. Stress twenty four seven. I feel this. My body goes cold. Like you know, I can't handle loud, loud noises. It gives me PTSD. So. So you don't like cinema. I my heart. I love going to cinema. I love having that feel. Standing in the queue, just buying that ticket. Yeah. But being in cinema, my heart beats out of my chest. I always like. I love it. I love it. But. I'm just like, shit, man. Why is this all happening? What the fuck's happening? So, even as a joke, if somebody just be some, a bit loud with me, I'd get scared. I'd be like, shit, man, this is going to end up in an argument. Am I making sense? Yeah, you're making sense. I get it. I get it. Because I'm so... Loud noises, certain voices give me PTSD. Yeah, I mean, it's you're associating it with, I'm, I'm guessing, family members shouting at you. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah, even even up until now. Yeah, even. I speaking. I speaking about that. Okay, my first ever therapist. She was yeah. like, "That's you've been nobody." Okay, I never knew that all of this is childhood trauma. Hmm. All of this is childhood trauma, and as of now, I, I had a perfect childhood. As I started speaking to my therapist about my childhood, yeah, I clocked that no. It's childhood trauma. It, it's a trauma that you would never realize that you had. It, it's some issues that you'd be like, oh, no, because you're so used to that topic. That's, you're like, no, that's a normal way of life. Yeah. Like, um, everybody yeah. feels scared. You, you suppress it. That's, that's what happens, in it, with childhood trauma? Yeah, because you feel like, no, I was a kid. I was making sick. I've always told, been told, everybody puts maturity with age, but I don't think in this house. Anybody's mature enough? I, I feel like I'm very mature. I feel like I was, I'm a, when I was 17, I had a 30 year old soul in me. I'm not even gonna lie. When you were 17. 
No, I'm like 22, 21, 22. So 22. You're retiring soon. Yep. I mean, yeah. <sighs> the, the age of death is going to hit me. Yeah. We're all dead inside anyway. <laughs> Good times. Dark humor. Right. We've we've spoken, you know, about the past and stuff. I guess as much as you wanted to talk about, um, what about moving forward? What do you want to do moving forward? Moving forward, yeah. Just I just want to be able, just like you know, being sat in a house, yeah, not being stressed, not being told like you need a good time today, not being stressed for that. I'll just. Being sat with someone and just, you know, okay, honestly, mm. obviously, can't really talk much about this topic because, you know, no one else just get stitches because uh, there's a lot. You know, my family members might be like, hey, you think you are a You never know. So, it's, when I do feel secure with someone, mm. I, I feel I feel like my family's just gonna fuck you up. Am I making sense? Hence why I tend to hide everything from my family. Because I've tried being honest, I've tried being real, I've tried being like because you know when you lie, you always have that fear in your head shit what if somebody sees me. Yeah. I've tried being honest with them, but that always goes sideways. I've tried being, you know, like trying to explain my point of view but that goes sideways because you know, I don't know. So my main aim is in life is not being able to explain to anybody about my not the way I behave. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I just want to be at peace. I just want to be like. You just want to feel safe. I just, yes, I don't feel okay. You know, I do feel safe, and you know when I feel safe. Yeah. I do feel safe, but not at home. Not at home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want, you, you know. I want that. Home. Yes. I think that's a pretty minimum, you know, ex expectation. To I, I don't want to have, you know, like, a lot of money. I don't want to be the richest person going. I just want to be constant, constant with life. Like, hmm. I just want to be able to feel. I just want to be able to, like, not having to have thoughts of my family in the back, you know? I'm, yeah. I don't hide my phone. I keep my phone away from me because what if I accidentally answer some calls? Am I making sense? I you have a paranoia in your head. Like I okay, recently I just feel like my phone is being hacked. I wish if you like somebody like listening to me twenty four seven. So I mean the FBI probably are. Yes, FBI. I I always like at times random times I just repeat saying that my um, I think that's just everyone, every girl ever. They just throw up a peace sign. <laughs> I think peace sign is the way of course. You know, like when you're having a mental breakdown, I tend to do this. I throw peace signs in the uh, in the mirror, and I'm just like, you got this. And then I carry on crying. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing, uh, according to Twitter no. at least. <laughs> oh, I feel like Twitter adds to my anxiety. I cannot handle Twitter. This is what I delete. It is. I just want to be on the happy side of Twitter, but yeah. uh, again, I'm on the toxic side of Twitter. Okay, you know what? I've realized every single person is toxic in a different way. Some people are just less toxic. 
I mean, uh, well, just... their, you know, their trauma, their uh, coping mechanisms, everyone's... Yes! That's what I'm saying. I feel like everybody's going through stuff that I'd rather, like, give them the benefit of doubt. But why isn't anybody else going to give me the benefit of doubt? Why is it that everybody expects benefit of doubt from me, but I can't be giving... Why doesn't anyone give me the benefit It's so hard to explain. But I'm, I'm not saying I'm the perfect person. Obviously, I make stupid mistakes. Yeah. Okay. I think everybody makes mistakes. But it's not nice when they expect... Hence why the other thing. Yeah. But they're not ready to give you that thing. Making sense? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's called hypocrisy. You know, something they'll do, they wouldn't be fine with you doing. Yeah, I think that's my family, to be honest. Everything in my life that happens to me leads on to me being like, oh, that's my family. So, I don't know. To be honest, my main aim in life is to be away from my family. I don't... You know how people are like, once I get married, I'm going to come back. Yeah. I'm just like, shut up, don't come. I am getting married. I ain't coming back home. That's it. Wait, who says they're coming back? Like, you know, like, my cousins are like, when she, she's one of them is about to get married, and she's like, oh my God, I cannot wait to visit my house when, you know, like, I'm married. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, oh, like, shut up. And, you know, they've always grown up with a mental... Oh, my auntie has always said to them, your main aim in life is to get married. Yeah, that's a, that's a very common thing as well in Asian households. Yeah, but I don't understand why. Fair enough, okay, for a long time I thought, but I still think that the, man, the only way to be able to, like, I don't know. Even right now, I know the only way out for me is to get married. But... Mm. I know that shouldn't be the only bit out there. And so I'm just like, I've got to do something. I, 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 I'm I, just like, I need to work on myself. I am working on myself. But what can I do? Hmm. How to? Because I'm giving up with working on myself because ain't nobody else is working on themselves for me. So how, why the hell am I working on myself again? Hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know if I, see the thing is I don't even think any of the stuff that I say makes sense. Uh I mean sometimes you go in a circle, but it's fine. <laughs> My therapist always says that I always go in a circle. Yeah, I know. I've I've noticed. But yeah, I'm like, trying to get your point across on that. It's not even point across, I'm just like one thing, I have so many things to talk about. Somebody listens to me, but then I'm just like halfway through my energy just goes it's like yeah. oh do I, like Recently, I've been feeling that my therapist is judging me for stuff, but I'm just like, is she? It's just because everybody around me is judging me so hard for certain situations which they already do themselves. But, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just feel judged by it. But my therapist says, I'm not being judged by your therapist. I, I, don't, I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening myself because I just feel like it's in my head and I need to, like, you know, get rid of that. Why don't you ask the therapist next time? <laughs> Oh, I will. I've written a lot of questions for my therapist. I'm like, okay. do you have some explanations? <laughs> I think my biggest therapist is on my notes. Yeah, um, I've, I've been told the uh, notes app for women is a very dangerous place. I, I had to give my laptop to my cousin for a day. And I forgot to lock all my notes. 
Uh, I like this guy, but if my cousin has read all my mental breakdowns, how I hate this family. I mean, probably, moved in it. probably, probably not. I hope not. I don't know. It's, it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, what they're gonna do? No, like I look at my cousins and I'm like, how can you not see that we're part of a toxic household? But then again, I'm so like, they're so used to. Oh uh, yeah, no, the older they are, it's it's not even about normalizing. Say, like, oh, the older than us, I respect them. Yeah, fair enough. You have to respect them. See, I say all of this, but when it, has to start, when it comes to time speaking up, I chicken out. I'm like, no, yeah, I understand the older than us. So it's just, I need to realize as well that, I don't know, it, it, it's hard to just stand up for yourself. Yeah. But I think someone has to do it. Yeah, yourself. I know, I have to do it, but like, I tried doing it, but fucking hell. Just ends up. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I feel like you know everyone's like you cry a lot. Flipping, I'm trying not to cry, but the t- all I have is my tears. I I, I feel like my tears should be dry right now, but they're not dry. I have so many tears in me. So guys, Bob had to leave, but um, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and leave a a like and a five star review, hopefully on Apple Podcasts. I don't think you can do that on Spotify, and hopefully I'll see you guys next week.